All right, who's over there? Not I. It is not you? It is not I. Well, then who hails over there? I bid you. <laughs> Me. <laughs> hey, this is the Kapow Radio Show, and you're going, wow, we didn't think you guys were coming back. Well, you thought right, because we've been cloned. <laughs> Crickets. We're even better, and I'm even more angrier than I was before. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> uh, here's the deal. We took some time off for various reasons. One of them, we had to kind of retool the show a little bit. and um, Or our shows. We do Kapow Radio Show on Monday and Freedom Friday uh, news with the spiritual views on Fridays. And the retooling is, it's kind of like, here's the deal. We got a new mission statement, folks. The new mission statement. We got a whole new thing. We are talking to the remnant. The remnant. You know, the scriptures say, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they know who the shepherd is. The, the true remnant of Christ, those who are walking in the light of God and living under the commandments of God and have dedicated their life 100% to God. You, you notice I didn't say Christianity or religion. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that? Yep. I didn't say church either. I didn't say anything about religion to God, to Jesus Christ, that you get to the Father through the work of Jesus Christ, the propitiation of your sins. The remnant out there, the Old Testament, Elijah was persecuted by Jezebel. And he, uh, he, he just got done killing a bunch of uh, priests of Baal. <laughs> so he kind of made, he kind of made, uh, he kind of made him mad. <laughs> so he's hiding in a cave, right? Mm-hmm. And he's complaining to God and he goes, I'm the only one left. How many of you out there, the remnant, I'm talking to remnant. I'm not talking about phony Christians out there listening. I'm talking about the real remnant. How many of you ever feel like you're the only one out there? I do, I do. Mm-hmm. Maybe just you and your spouse, right? Or you and your kids, you know, whatever. You just, and you cannot hook up with uh, other, like, uh, other Christians who, who believe like you do, biblically. You can't find them. How many of you feel all alone? Well, Elijah, he's in a cave, right? And he's complaining to God, I alone am left. And God tells him, no, you're not. There's 7,000 other prophets, other people who have not bowed their knee to Baal. But see, they weren't with him. They're not all in the same cave. It's not a remnant club. They're scattered. We are scattered all over the globe. You know what? We have remnant listening in Slovenia, Mm -hmm. uh, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? We have remnant listening all over the place here in the United States, different states, all over the place. Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. Now, I cannot control who listens to the show. I can't say phony exgens, religious Christians who are playing Christianity, you can't listen. 
only remnant can listen. I can't do that. Anybody can listen, right? I can't control that. But only the remnant is going to understand these messages. It's not because we're going to speak in metaphor, Miss Kapow. That's right. It's not because we're going to speak in parables, Miss Kapow. That's right. But the remnant is going to understand it because they are indwelled with the Holy Spirit. That's right. Phony exgens. And I call them exgens because I don't even want to use the term Christ, which means Messiah, because they're exgens. They, it's like Christmas, Xmas. They are not Christ followers or God fearers at all. The name has been hijacked. Everybody's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a Christian. Every pastor's a Christian, and they're not. That's they're not. Right. That's right. They're not. So I call them exgens. And the remnant, you can tell who's not your brethren. Are you supposed to love everybody, folks? Everybody. Are you just supposed to love everybody? It's, a, it's a, not a rhetorical question. I'm asking a real question. Do you really think you're just supposed to love everybody? Mm-mm. Here's the deal. You're not supposed to wish or curse people or wish ill will on people or anything, but you love your brethren, your brothers and your sisters. That's where your agape love comes from. It comes through Christ because God loved you and his love indwells you. And so you love the other remnant. There was a time when Jesus was ministering and these people came to him and they said, Lord, Lord, your, your mother and your brothers are out there. Your family's out there and they want to talk to you. What did he say, Miss Capel? He said, who are my mother and my brothers? He says, who are they? Except these who are all sitting around with me, obeying the word of God. That's right. That's your true brethren. The other remnant is your true brethren, not exgens. Don't fall for that. We got to love everybody. God, you know, uh, God is love, but love isn't God. That whole, um, you know, love wins. We got to love him because he's homosexual. Uh-uh. I'm talking to the remnant, see, because there's people out there who are not remnant. They're exgens and they're listening to this show. They love listening to this show because they want to pick it apart and, you know, whatever. They want to, they want to disagree, I agree to disagree. See, you're going to disagree with Brother Kapow all day long, but you can't disagree with the Word of God. And what we do is we preach the Word of God. We break down the Word of God. So if you disagree with that, you disagree with the Word of God. You're not my brethren. You're not my brother and sister. Mm -hmm. The remnant is. The remnant gets it because they have the Spirit of Christ. Christ says, my sheep know my voice. So that's the retooling of Kapow Radio Show. We're only talking to the remnant. My ministry, Ms. Kapow's ministry, is not one of evangel- uh, evangel- ah, it's not evangelical. Uh, we're not out trying to win souls at this point. It, it, that was never our purpose anyway. That's, that wasn't our, our, our calling. It was, we never had an evangelical thing. If someone came to the Lord, that was great. But our, our purpose was more for like the lost sheep of Christ. <laughs> You know, we were trying to get, we're trying to get people woke up to awaken them to the truth of biblical truth and get out of the, 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 the religion, the churches, Mm -hmm. the system that's, that's giving them wrong thinking and error. Yeah, that's right. We were trying to get them out from that umbrella, uh, but many won't, they won't listen. Our mission now is to the remnant. Our mission is to those people who do listen, who do listen. 
there's a few. There's a few. And uh, I've recently been dealing with, with a couple via email, and they've been fantastic. And everything I've recommended or told them to do, <clears throat> including self-deliverance and listening to archived messages on this and that, they have done. Yeah, they have. And now they're in ministry. And now they're podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I know. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Seed War Radio. Seed Ward Radio, they're on Podbean. And as soon as they get up and going a little bit, they've done one uh, podcast. As soon as they get up and going a little bit, I will post uh, some of their shows on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. This and that. Uh, Seed or or The Seed Ward Radio. Maybe it's The Seed War Radio on Podbean. Fantastic couple that came to the Lord and said, you know what they told me? We want to sell out 100%. We're submitting. We're tapping out. That's what they said. We we don't want to mess around anymore. Yep. We want 100% full born. Give me my sword. I want to know spiritual warfare. I want to know spiritual battle. I want to go for it. I don't care what the consequences are. And I said, whoa. Yeah. I said, whoa. And they've been tested. Yes, they greatly. have. They've been tested physically, financially. Hey, just a little testimony. He, he listened to uh, one of our old podcasts. We did self-deliverance on the spirit of fear. And he had a fear of losing his job. Guess what happened the next day? He lost his job. Yep. And God gave him tremendous grace. Amen. Thank you. It's incredible. It's incredible. Anyway, Podbean. Podbean is where they're broadcasting from. Seed War Radio. They're going to be great because they're the remnant. They take it serious. Amen? Amen. So enough of that. That's where we've been. We've been retooling, rethinking. And uh, so we're excited. We're going to be back. Even Freedom Friday is going to have that focus. Freedom Friday is not about just people who like conservative news or people who voted for Trump or people who are, you know, anti all this crazy stuff. Freedom Friday is going to be about what's going on currently around you in our society so that you can get a neck, uh, you know, a neck ache from looking up at the sky so much, waiting for your redemption sure. <laughs> for the remnant. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Amen. Okay, so Ms. Kapow, we're going to talk today about, this is good stuff, folks. This is good remnant stuff right here. You're going to get it. You're going to understand this. You're going to love this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to entitle this. There's a difference between immortality and everlasting life. What? Well, yeah, yeah. And a lot of you may know this deep down in your spirit, but never really thought about it. And the, once you see it, it's going to be like an explosion. Oh, yeah. Oh, just boom. You're right, Ms. Kabbalah. It just blows your mind, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. And uh, Ms. Kabbalah's back. She's she's in rare form. <laughs> yeah. She's been drinking coffee, so she's a lot amped up. <laughs> Are you not? I, I'm happy to be here, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be careful what I say. Yeah, you, you do. You, 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 I put words you in your use mouth. It. Yeah. Uh, the difference between immortality and eternal life. And we're going to be, and we're starting to, we're starting a series here, another series because we're feeding a remnant. That's the whole deal. God has told us to give the grain, the pure grain, no sugar. There's no candy involved. There's no sexy stuff in it. No jingle jangle. This is the pure grain 
I didn't invent the grain. I don't grow the grain, folks. It's given to me from God. That's what we feed you. There's a few out there who like the pure, nutritious grain, but you're strong. You'll be strong in the Lord. And upon his returning, oh, you're going you're gonna to face him with full confidence. Amen. Amen. If you're eating the sugar, not so much. You're going to get sick. If you don't die, you'll be sick spiritually, and you're not going to have the confidence when he returns. And there's a good reason why you won't have the confidence, because you're not sold out. You're not a remnant. Yeah. Okay. You ready, Mr. Powell? I'm ready. Everybody go to the letter of 1 John, not the gospel of John, the letter of 1 John, the first letter, 1 John. And we're going to read verse 1 through 4, and we're going to stop there. And then we'll continue with five next week. I'm going to touch on five, but we're going to continue there. Ms. Kapow is going to read the scripture, and then we're going to break it down. Okay. Okay. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness and shew unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. And then next week, we're going to start in verse 5. Just read verse 5. Because this gives, this gives the message we're going to talk about next week. Okay. Verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him, in him is no darkness at all. That's, we're going to start talking about that next week, about Christian living, about walking in the light. But for this week, we're going to lay down this huge foundation that's going to boggle your little remnant mind. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. And today's date is May 28th, 2018. The last... Last mon Monday of the month. Yeah. Monday of May. Eminem. Eminem. <gasps> okay. Let me start off, Mr. Pan, if you'll be so kind, with a couple of... Um, and I'm not going to read the whole article. It's just a couple of hits and misses here. On transhumanism, oh, yes. because what I want to establish here is the concept of immortality, immortality. All right. So many of us as Christians, we believe we get saved, right? We, 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 we accept by faith the work that Jesus Christ has done for us, right? right. Shed his blood, his resurrection. Mm-hmm. For our sins, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we are partaking of that new covenant in his blood, right? That's right. Um, where he fulfills the law. Doesn't abolish it. He fulfills the law through his spirit living in us. And we think that, well, we're going to do that. And then when we die or you're raptured, resurrected, then you're going to become immortals. And you are in that sense, uh, immortal like the angels, Right. Uh, death won't have its hold on you. But there is so much more to eternal life than immortality. That's right. Uh, eternal life, and when I'm going to break this down to you, 
when we say eternal life, we don't mean immortality. We mean life eternal. It is a, for lack of a better term, it's a force. It's an energy, whereas immortality is not. And we're going to see this huge energy that's never anything that's, it's, it's always been and nothing's ever been like it before. It's incredible. So transhumanism, real quick, Ms. Kapow, the core concepts of transhumanism is to improve a person's physical and mental abilities using modern technologies. That's the core concept, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, for this purpose, people have always been trying to find ways. Sometimes, you know, they use herbs, right? And sometimes they use technology. But the results have never really been achieved. Mm -hmm. But due to the advances of technology, they believe, the average lifespan of humans has increased a lot. Immortality to them... The transhumanism means no death. Immortality means no death. But also to them, it's arguable because in the case of humans, people still die because of killings or accidents, right? Even mm-hmm. if all the formulas were invented. So this is kind of scary because this is right from the transhumanist news. This sentence So immortality can be practically understood as the state in which humans can live as long as they are kept safe and receive proper health care whenever necessary. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's scary. You can live forever as long as your brain's in a little computer in a laboratory or cryogenically frozen Mm -hmm. and you're safe from, well, theft, fire, you know, war, you name it, tornadoes, volcanoes, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And then these little other robots, I guess, are giving you health care whenever necessary. Well, immortality doesn't sound, when you put it that way, it doesn't really sound all that no. great now, does it? Mm-mm. See, a lot of people think immortality is, well, I'm just going to live forever. I'm immortal. I can never die. Well, even if your health allows you to do that, you can still maybe get shot. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, uh oh. So it's not foul proof. <laughs> exactly. Not not at all. Uh, here, this is from the Daily Mail. It's called "The Science of Transhumanism: How Technology Will Lead to a New Race of Super Intelligent Immortal Beings." If you can afford it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it says the rapid development of so-called. NBIC technologies, which is nanotechnology, biotechnology, information tech, and cognitive science are given rise to the possibilities that have long been the domain of science fiction. And disease, aging, even death are all human realities that these technologies seek to end. They may enable us to enjoy greater morphological freedom. We could take on new forms through prosthetics or genetic engineering. Yay, right? Mm-hmm. Or advance our cognitive uh, capa- uh, capabilities. We could use brain-computer interfaces to link artificial intelligence, blah, blah, blah. Nanobots could roam around. It goes on and on. It says transhumanism is the idea that humans should transcend their current natural state and limitations through the use of technology. And we should embrace that self-directed human evolution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no God in here, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh if we want eternal life, then we'll need to rewrite our bug-ridden genetic code and become godlike. Only high-tech solutions can ever eradicate suffering from the world. Wow. Wow. 
Do you get that? That's right from David Pierce, a leading proponent of transhumanism. Mm. Wow. If we want to live in paradise, we'll have to engineer it ourselves. If you want eternal life, we'll need to rewrite our bug-ridden genetic code, become mm -hmm. godlike. So you get the point, folks. This is immortality according to the world. This is not eternal life. No. According to the scriptures. Mm -mm. This is immortality according to the world. No bueno. Yeah. No bueno, right? No uh, bueno. Yeah. And they're just, you know what? They're, they're just wishful thinking. And it goes back way beyond, uh, uh, you know, the philosophy of Nietzsche or, uh, you know, these other guys. It, it goes back to the garden with the little serpent guy. Mm-hmm. Satan. <laughs> that hey, guy. Yeah. What did, what did God say? You, 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 you'll die when you eat it? Yeah, you gotta surely die. He's been lying ever since. Listen to that great song that I wrote called He's a Lie. Mm -hmm. Available on iTunes and <laughs> Amazon and all digital retailers. You like that? You like that commercial? Yep, 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 yep. Um, I'll play it at the end of the show, too, whether you like it or not. Well, you can turn it off, but shame on you. Um, so anyway, transhumanism, right, Ms. Kamau? That's right. Okay, immortality. Now, here's the deal. Let's start. First John, First John, verse 1. That which was from the beginning which we have heard, mm. which we have seen mm -hmm. with our eyes, which we have looked upon mm -hmm. and our hands have handled of the word of life. Mm. <laughs> Folks. So let's take away from the comma in the English King James version here. There's a comma says that which was from the beginning comma, and then it goes on to describe what they've seen, heard, and whatnot. And then it comes back on. Uh, the comma ends, our hands have handled, end of comma, of the word of life. What you're looking at here is that which was from the beginning, the word of life. Mm -hmm. The word of life. See, the of there, mm -hmm. the of there relates to heard of seen of desired of touched of right mm -hmm. so that of there relates to the descriptions of what john is saying the apostles have witnessed mm -hmm. right so right off the bat in verse one he's talking about that which was from the beginning the word of life and in between, he's describing to his readers that they have not only seen the word of life with their eyes, they've heard him. They've heard it talk. And they've looked upon their eyes. That Greek on that is like to contemplate, mm -hmm. to desire, to stare. I, I like to use the term study. Mm -hmm. You know, you just study something. Mm -hmm. You're looking upon it. And they touched it, physically touched it. And this is important because what he's about to establish is that Jesus Christ in the flesh, Yeshua, right? Mm -hmm. In the flesh was not a man. 
He was the word of life. Yep. Well, John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And you can see that these books are written by the same author, the mm-hmm. Apostle John. Yeah, because he writes that in the in the gospel. Yeah, and verse 14 says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And John is establishing so much here that what you're about to partake in or what you have believed through faith is so much more than a, a man or a good teacher or a prophet or an ex-gen. That this manifestation, right? Mm-hmm. This manifestation called Yeshua that they saw and they touched and they heard was actually this force, this energy that's for a lack of a better term. That's I have to use. It. I'm not trying to be new agey people. I, there's no other, there's no English word to describe this thing. A substance. It's a substance. Thank you. I like that. Even John had a hard time describing it. It's the substance that has existed forever. It had no beginning. And it has no present and it has no end. Mm-hmm. Unlike transhumanism. Yep. Because <laughs> the immortality that they're talking about has a starting point where the eternal life that God's talking about has no beginning and has no end. It has no time. It's eternal. Amen. And that's what's living inside of us. That's the glory of it. Mm-hmm. That's the glory of it. So eternal life, just right here in this first verse, there's so much here, right? Mm -hmm. That which was from the beginning. The Greek word is arche, you know, like archangel. It's, It's the beginning. It's the head of. There was no other. He's the logos. The logos is the word, Mm -hmm. the intelligentsia of God, the desire, the, 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 the purpose of God. It existed with the Father. It always has. Mm-hmm. There's no, there was no starting point. Can you imagine this substance, this energy, this life force, this uh, frequency that's always existed and always will? Again, it will never cease to exist. You know how powerful that is? You can't mm-hmm. even get your head around it, right? Mm-mm. But just try to think about how powerful that is. A, 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 a source, a substance, like Ms. Kapow says, I love that. A substance that has always existed. It had no beginning. And when, when this is all done, it'll still be here. Now, how about if I told you that kind of power, that kind of power indwells you? Mm. <laughs> Come on, folks. You need to shout amen. Mm-hmm. It indwells you. That's the power that we received through faith. Mm -hmm. We have eternal life, not immortality. We have life eternal. That substance, wow. Mm. That substance that's always been life eternal is what is in you. Amen. That's why you're the remnant. 
These other ones don't have it. They just talk. And that's why they can't hear. They can't hear it. Yeah, they can't hear the truth. And they go from one thing after another and chase this idea and chase this idea. But they, they don't get it. They don't get the beauty of something like that. Yeah. That mm. which was from the beginning. So eternal life does not mean life eternal or immortality. You get that? Right. Rather, it is receiving Un, uneternal life. Think of it as a thing. We received uneternal life. Or lack of a better term, I, I, I don't know how to, other words to use, but a life energy. It's always existed. For an eternity past, present and future, it never ends. And the life or that which was from the beginning you know what it's called? It's called the word of life. Hmm. It's called the logos of Zoe, the word of life. And it is that thing that's called that life force energy, eternal, that was with the father from the eternal past. Mm-hmm. Just like you read, Ms. Kapow, in the gospel of John. Yep. In the beginning was the word. Now, this thing, because I can't describe it, so I have to call it a thing, and I don't mean it to be derogatory. It's, it's, a, it's the substance, right? Mm-hmm. Which existed from eternity's past. It, it's, it, it just always has. With the Father. Can you believe this? Mm-hmm. That it was manifested? It was actually revealed? It was actually shown in in this frequency or in this tactile matrix we live in. Can you believe that? Mm-hmm. This is something that goes beyond our time, our understanding, our comprehension. Uh, this world, folks, you know the world's going to end, right? Mm-hmm. This world system is going to end. Uh, the frequency that we're on is going to uh, end, right? Um, yeah, because even Revelation said that time will stop. Yes. There will be no more time. Yes. This, this, the sun is going to go dark. The moon's going to turn to blood. There's going to be no need for, for a sun. Mm-hmm. There's no time. God created time and the stars and everything to keep time so that we can, he, we can um, understand the moeds, the, the appointed times, which, which Israel lost. Long, 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 long time ago, mm-hmm. after they entered Canaan, um, you know. So don't don't follow all this other, you know, this modern day, you know, Hebraic stuff about Passover and the, you know their their timekeeping. They're they're way off. They they have no idea. Um, but this this world, this plane, this frequency that we're on is going to end. Uh, Miss Capel, what is what is uh? Second Peter uh, is three sixteen. Oh, I think so. It, it talks about this. We we just talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That how everything's going to melt. All the elements, all the elementals are going to melt, and all the works of the earth are going to be destroyed with fire. It's Second um, Peter three ten. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night 
in which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it's going to go. So the thing is, is if, if, if Elon Musk <laughs> or Bill Gates or all these guys, if they, if they want to become immortals and put their head in a computer, right? Or in a Tesla. <laughs> and they're here on this frequency, on this plane, this matrix. It's going to end. So what happens to their immortality? gone it's gone with this age but not so when you have the eternal life in you mm -hmm. wow wow yeah it's just it's just no comparison it's a whole different thing this is why things that point to christ scriptures that point to christ are so beautiful and the remnant gets blessed right Ms. Capel? that's right the only thing is with with our eternal life, it's actual life, God's life. And so in a sense, we will be immortal in that mm -hmm. sense. Because those that don't believe in Christ, even though they're dead spiritually, they will be immortal, but immortal in 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 damnation and in um you know yes. hell's fire. Yes. You know, in that sense, uh, the immortality of of uh, your soul living on. Yeah. They're like the undead. Yeah, yeah. In that sense, yeah. And in the sense we're using eternal life goes way beyond just immortality. Our eternal life does include immortality, but it goes way beyond that. Amen. You know, because you have eternal life, the life eternal force in you now. Mm -hmm. Not just later, but in you now. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. He dwells in temples. We just have a little taste of it. Yeah. Yeah, quit looking for the third temple in Israel, folks. It ain't going to happen. You're the temple. And he dwells in you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And that's why the ex want you to look at in Israel. Oh, Jerusalem has been now the Trump, the Jerusalem thing. Oh, come on. who? You know what? It's nonsense. It has nothing to do with us, the remnant. Mm -mm. Because God dwells us. They can build temples all day long. What, are you going to start doing animal sacrifices again? Really? Well, they have. Yeah. Yeah. We're under a new covenant under Christ's blood. That thing which was eternally with Father, eternal life, manifested in the flesh and shed that fleshly blood for us. Mm -hmm. and, we, and you want to trample that? Mm -mm. Because cause we have an embassy in Jerusalem now? We're gonna get we're gonna get serious here. I'm talking to the remnant. You know I am, and you can feel it. This word of life, which was Christ, right, manifested. This word of life, John tells us, was seen. It was it was heard. It was studied, and it was touched. It was handled by them, mortal men. And guess what? These men, those apostles, two thousand years ago were witnesses to this life eternal force. Mm -hmm. And now they want to share it with you. Mm -hmm. How about that? They were actually witnesses to it and they want to share it with us, mm -hmm. with us. So it's like Miss Kapow said, we're separating this eternal life force from immortality the way humans see it. Mm -hmm. immortality and man is man's attempt to live forever it's from a and, and miss kapow touched on this it's beautiful it's from a certain point forward 
right? Mm -hmm. On this frequency, on this planet, on this reality. So eternal life, though, is a life force energy that has always been. There's no point forward, right? Your, your mm -hmm. salvation might be, hey, I was going, uh, I was going to hell and then I got saved. And so from this point forward, I'm saved and have eternal life. But the eternal life in you didn't start at your conversion. It always has been. Mm -hmm. It's God's wisdom. You know, in Proverbs 8, it says, um, this is wisdom speaking. Uh -huh. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the path of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, that I will fill their treasures. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. I was set up from everlasting from the beginning or ever the earth was. When there was no depths, I was brought forth, and when there was no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before his hills were brought forth, while as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my, my delights were with the sons of men. And then when we go to Colossians 2, 3, it says about Jesus that in him are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Wow. Now, what, what uh, is the reference of the first one you read? Proverbs 8, 20 through 31. Holy cow, folks. Mm -hmm. Is it see the word of God? It's the same Old Testament Proverbs, the Psalms, the prophets. It's the word of God. It's the Rhema. Wow. It's the same Holy Spirit author. That's right. Man, it just laid it all out. Everything what, what Christ was from eternal past. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? Everything that Ms. Kapow just read to you about he was there, the foundations were were laid the water it can only go so far right mm -hmm. that energy that force is in you you're that's the remnant right. it's in you mm -hmm. that's why satan hates you and he tries to deceive you and he wants to lie to you all he can do is lie to you you're sick yep What's, what other lies does he say miss oh a lot everything <laughs> you're 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 fat what other lie but you're old yeah. You've sinned. God doesn't love you. Because well, you have that eternal force in you. Exactly. And what's so beautiful about this, like Jesus is God's wisdom and knowledge. It goes back to uh, John 1, 3, where it says, or John 2, it says, the same was the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Wow. The life. The word of life <laughs> mm -hmm. was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes and looked upon and handled the word of life. Yep. That's who Christ is. It's not a Cheez-Its. Mm -mm. It's not the church Cheez-Its. <clears throat> that guy that called, says he's a pastor, he's taken on the term of shepherd. Really? You only have one shepherd. This is that eternal life force. That's the only guy I'm following. Wow. Yeah, amen.
Now, this other scripture, now, this life, eternal energy, it's, it's not bound by any of our reality or frequency or this, this worldly matrix, right? Mm-mm. That's right. It's always, it's eternally eternal. So it reminds me of that scripture when Jesus says, I think it's in Matthew 24, it says, heaven and earth shall pass away. But my words, my logos, shall never pass away. Think about that, folks. And here's why. Because he is the eternal life. That's why everything else can pass away, including the heavens, the cosmos, and this planet, and everything on it, and exists, and everything around it. It just sucks up and, and goes away. But his word never does. Because he is the word. He's the logos. It's powerful. And let me say it again. That energy dwells within you. That's who you become. You want to become more and more Christ-like. I surrender all. Oh, amen. You know? How about this? Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look fully into his wonderful face. Mm -hmm. And the things of this world will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Amen. Amen. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's the eternal life. So, so, so let's take a short commercial break and and we'll be right back. All right, Ms. Amen. Okay. Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. This is an excellent training manual for building a stronger marriage by exposing the tactics your enemies use against you. From all online digital retailers, God bless you all. And we're back, and it's because of that eternal life force that was in Ms. Kapow and I that we were able to survive what we went through that's written in that book, Demons in Our Marriage Bed. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, there's, I'm telling you, humanly, it wouldn't be possible to survive what we went through. It, no. We lived on a haunted, <laughs> I mean, we were haunted people in a haunted house and a haunted environment and everything we did, did and touched was haunted. And Satan, man, there was a huge battle for our souls. Mm-hmm. And we knew, we were told that, you know? That's right. If it wasn't for eternal life, the force in us, there's no way you're going to overcome that. Mm-mm. Satan's a liar. He's a liar. Ms. Kapow, shall we continue? Yes, please. So when we're looking at, <laughs> we just did verse one. Isn't that beautiful? That's just verse one, folks. Oh, we did verse two as well. Okay. Now, verse two is in parentheses. So, you know, John says that which was from the beginning, we've seen. We've looked upon, we've heard, we've handled of the word of life. And then verse two is in parentheses. And he explains, he says, for the life, Christ, right? This eternal life, this power was manifested and we've seen it and we bear witness and we show it to you. It's that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. Mm-hmm. See, it's a, parath- a parenthetical statement. But he, he has to describe it again. He's so excited. <laughs> you know, he says the life 
It was revealed. It's that eternal life was revealed. Thus, thus really, you know, it reads like this. The life and that eternal life, which was with the Father, was revealed to us, the apostles. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what happens to us when we see Jesus oh, yeah. within ourselves. Yeah. We've seen the life yeah, and, 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 that was manifested. And that's a beautiful point mm-hmm. because, you know, John's saying we, the apostles, seen it we heard it we we touched them we you know we looked upon and now we're sharing it with you but when you get that life eternal even though you weren't an apostle walking with christ on the earth you share those same things he he reveals himself to you that's right it's exactly what happens to us yeah immortality can't do that Mm-mm. life eternal does Life eternal does. That's why when Jesus manifested himself after his resurrection, he says, touch me, feel me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can eat. I'm, I'm, I have substance. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I can, you can feel me. Yeah. I'm not a spirit. I'm not a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm real mm-hmm. in your world. I'm real. This is eternal life force. That's real here. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I, I do think if, if all of us remnant really grasp that which was in us, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I don't think it would turn the world upside down because I don't think it's, that's in God's plan. <laughs> you know, but um, you would turn your world around. Yes. You'd be different. You would turn your, yes. Thank you, Ms. Capel. You would not succumb to the lies of the liar so easily or be deceived so easily. You would definitely have an eternal mind. Yeah. It, it, yeah, you, you wouldn't love just a little bit of the world. Mm-mm. And next week, we're going to get into light and darkness. And boy, I, I got some bad news for a lot of people. You know what? God has no darkness in him. And if you're not walking in God's light and you have just a, just a tad bit of darkness, a tad bit of love of the world, guess what? You're a liar and don't walk with God. Ooh. I mean, it's it's pretty black and white, isn't it? But it's not hard to do when you submit to Christ and his commandments and you sell out. Um, the process of getting there, I'm not saying isn't hard because it's it, giving up the world a lot of times is like, what, what? Yeah. Well, but, that's because you're entangled in it. Yeah. You have to untangle, which is hard sometimes. It is. And once so you do it, time. you look back and you go, wow, thank God. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you, you'll have these great conversations going, you remember when, blah, 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 you know, you know, we haven't, we haven't done that in a long time. We don't need to. And, you know, it's amazing. The freedom you get in Christ. It's that life eternal that's in you manifested. It's a joyous thing as, as John says, you know, mm-hmm. it's for your joy. So in, in, uh, let's move on to verse three, that which we have seen. Just John the Apostle. He's talking about the apostles. We've seen and we've heard it. See how he keeps repeating himself? Mm-hmm. He keeps saying it over and over. We've seen and heard it. This thing, right? This life eternal thing, we're going to declare it. Mm-hmm. We declare it unto the readers, unto you. And why? Why is John declaring this? That you may also have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And here is your brotherly love. Because mm-hmm. the, the rest of the book, you know, he's talking a lot about love. And you're going to, you know, even Christ says, they're going to know you by your love. 
that you're my disciples. Who's your brother? Who's your brethren? It's the other remnant. It's the other people who you have fellowship with because they're walking in the light of the Father and they have fellowship with the Father and Son. And so therefore we can have fellowship with you. Mm-hmm. But if you're walking in darkness, we can't have fellowship with you. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't wish you ill will. You might even be uh, an acquaintance of mine. Yeah. I share a meal with you, but we can't, you can't truly have fellowship. Because what does darkness have with light? You don't. Yeah. You don't. So that was verse three. And it's the revelation John wants to share. Mm-hmm. And really he breaks it down, like I said, in three points. That we can have fellowship with with them, the apostles, or mm-hmm. with us, with each other. And we can have fellowship with the Father and the Son. That, and in verse 4, he writes these things. That, in our fellowship, and the things he writes unto us, all this stuff about life eternal, is that our joy may be full. Mm-hmm. And I like what it says, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. It's almost like he was saying, because our we have fellowship with the Father and with the Son, we can have fellowship with you. Yes, exactly, exactly. This eternal life force that's been with the Father from all eternity, we're declaring it unto you that you also can have fellowship with us. Because, see, we saw it. Mm-hmm. We touched it. We heard it. We listened to it. But we want to share it with you so you can you can you can fellowship with us. We're on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. And and it says truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son Jesus Christ. That means yours will be too. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. And yeah. how about and how about that word fellowship? It's um, it's koinonia, koinonia, koinonia. It's a partnership. Mm. Um, it's a participation, social intercourse, a benefaction, communicate, communion, fellowship. Uh, it means to be in association with and the community, communion, joint participation, to share which one has in anything, participation, intimacy, right? A gift jointly contributed, a collection, it's fellowship. So, Love ye one another, right? Mm-hmm. Love your brother, love your sister. Who's my brother and who's my sister? Those who do the commandments of God. The remnant. The remnant. And that's yeah. who we're talking to. We're talking to the remnant. And in First John, um, um, it says, uh, 5.20, it says, And we know that the Son of God has come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true even in the Son, Jesus Christ. And this is the true God and eternal life. Mm. And then John seventeen three says, And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Wow. It's all over the place, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's all over the place. You know, I found one even in um, Philippians, believe it or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> where it says, uh, you know, Paul's writing, you know, it says, for ye, my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. He's talking about fellowship. And um, it says, and in Philippians 2.16, holding forth the word of life. He uses the same term. 
Mm-hmm. Like John seventeen twenty one says that they may that they all may be one, as thou Father art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. You know, I'm just looking at all these these words and mm-hmm. what they're saying, and it really is like an intercourse or a marriage. Yeah. You know, and it kind of gives a, a whole different light when God talks about fornication and adultery, when you actually have that kind of intimate fellowship with the world or with other sinners and you partake of that. Yeah. And I, and I do, I do believe um, like what you said there is exactly what God uh, views the adulterous. eye, mm-hmm. the harlot. That's why he always called Israel the harlot. Cause they go a hoarding after other gods, mm-hmm. other idols, the world. Uh, because there, there. Even Paul says that marriage, it's a mis, it's a mystery. There's, there's deeper meanings. There is a cult. I don't mean a cult like bad. I mean hidden meanings mm-hmm. in the marriage. And it is. It's like that. It's like being flirtatious with every, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that comes by. Yeah, and it goes really. This teaching really kind of goes with the. Um, the abiding in the vine yes, and bearing fruit. Cause John 15 starting in verse eight says, herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit so that ye may be my disciples. And as the father hath loved me, so have I loved you continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. And this is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Wow. And the same word that John used when he says that your joy mm-hmm. may be full. It's the same thing. Exactly. And it does, it does, and the, the, when we get into the rest of this book, you're, you're going to see that that's absolutely true. It is that abiding that makes all the difference in the world in a true Christian walk. Mm-hmm. Um, truly, uh, not an ex-gen walk of religion, but a true God-fearer, Christ-follower walk. Right? That's right. Anything else on on that, Ms. Kapoor? No. <laughs> do you, you don't have, do you no. have any other any other scriptural references or anything? I do. Okay. Second Timothy one nine through ten says, um, "There's talking about Jesus, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to His own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began." There you go. But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death. And hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Wow, wow! Do you have that up on your Bible software? Or did you write that down? Um, I have it on um, from the computer. Oh yeah, I would like this. What's the Greek word for immortality? Oh, let me word? look it up here real quick. Here. I think that's interesting. Yeah, immortality is um, aphrodisia, which is incorruptibility. In unending existence, genuineness, incorruption, and sincerity. So it's not really our concept of immortality. No, it's, it's a, different. It's eternal life. Yeah, mm-hmm. incorruptibility. Yeah. 
you're you're uh, you're buried corruptible and you're raised incorruptible in the mm-hmm. resurrection. It's an unending existence. Yes. Yeah, which is not immortality. Immortality Mm-mm. ends as soon as this world and this plane and this matrix ends. Nice. Uh, go on. That was a good one. Oh, that's the only scripture I had. Oh, okay. That was a good one because that, it kind of summed everything up. Yes. It's amazing, huh? Mm-hmm. Paul's writings, John. You know what I mean? These 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 men who had these real experiences with Christ mm-hmm. um, wrote by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The scriptures. This is uh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then, just to touch on verse five, because we're going to talk about this next week. We just laid down this whole foundation, or John did, I should say. We just imparted it to you. That that thing which is living in you, that that which was manifested, was always from, always, was with the Father. Right, mm-hmm. that energy is now in you, right? To get have fellowship with the Father and the Son. In verse five, John's going to give us the secret here. He says, "This then is the message." <gasps> After mm-hmm. saying all of that and laying the foundation, that this is what was revealed to us—that eternal life force, folks. We know it. We saw it. We touched it. We talked to it. We're going to share it with you. And he has a message. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. So quit waiting for the aliens to come, right? Quit waiting for the Antichrist to come, right? Mm -hmm. right. We don't care. Here's the message from life eternal. I think we should pay attention to this one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he says, this then is the message which we have heard of him. Oh, they actually heard it. And guess what? They declare it unto you. That's you and me. And here's what they're going to declare. Shall I tell them or should I just wait till next week? Tell them. They declare that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And then we go on Mm -hmm. and John now deals deeply into light and darkness and about lies too. Mm-hmm. Because Satan's a liar. That's right. And it goes back to 1 John, where it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Oh, I love it. Could you read that again? Sure. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Wow. That's what we're going to uh, attempt to unpack mm-hmm. next week. That's... That's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I do hope everybody, the remnant, hello, you got it, didn't you? You got it, and there was joy when you got it. You went, oh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I want to end with Psalm 36, 9 that says, For with thee is the fountain of life, and in thy light shall we see light. Mm. Nice. Thank you, Ms. Kapow. Thank you, Brother Capel. And we're going to end. We'll see you next week. And uh, hopefully we'll do a Freedom Friday before that. And um, I'm going to end with uh, the song. He's a lie. He's a lie. And um, if you like the song, it's available everywhere. Under Mesquite Cafe is the name of the project. Yes. He's a lie, Mesquite Cafe. All right. Cafe Fe. Cafe Fe. Okay, good night. <laughs> Ciao, babies. 
staring. 